0: Welcome to the Coffee Buzz. I'm Brad. Thank you for joining me today. Hope your day is going well. I hope it's going so well you just can't even stand it. I uh, I really think this is the most wonderful time of the year. Uh, that's my, my humble opinion, just like the song goes. Um, here at the Coffee Buzz studios, we have a tradition around this time of year where we load up on these vegan chocolate truffles. And they are man, it's so good. I don't even like candy for the most part, but these chocolate truffles, they have a, uh, it's like a mixed box and I get all the the coffee ones. Uh, the family's nice enough to let me have those. And, um, it's man, they are so delicious. I, I wish I didn't like them as much as I do because I'm probably going to have to order a second box this year, but Hey, you know, this is, uh, It's the time to to put the scale aside, right? And just uh, treat yourself. (laughs) uh, I'm doing a rewatch right now of the uh, Lord of the Rings trilogy. And I had to do a rewatch because I tried to watch Rings of Power. If you're not familiar, that's the new Amazon series that's out right now. And I got to like episode three and I realized I needed to stop because it's so bad that I was actually rooting or I was actually hoping that Saruman was going to win. And I thought, you know, this is I'm going down the dark path. I'm 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 uh, this is so bad that I'm starting to wish the villain would win in this whole escapade and it's really a shame because you can tell they have spent a lot of money on like effects and all these uh you know things to make the movie look cool but the writing uh it's because they're out of source material there's no more tolkien books left to pillage and so they've just got you know regular writers (laughs) that aren't on tolkien's level and um i think because the original you know Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit, was such good writing that whenever there is someone trying to pick up where it left off, you know, very few people can write like Tolkien. And uh, they they definitely did not hit it out of the park on this one. And I don't know, maybe I should go back to it, but I don't think I can, you know. I think I'm just going to leave it at the season or uh, episode three where I stopped watching. And uh, I it was so bad, that I had to kind of like go back to the original and remember like how good it was. And it really gave me a new appreciation for it. You know, there's nothing like someone desecrating something you love to make you appreciate the original. And while I'm watching this, and of course, we all know the story, even if you haven't seen the movies, you probably know this, but, you know, Frodo is in charge of taking this powerful ring into the uh the depths of mordor to to destroy it right and nobody else can carry the ring because the power just it consumes them you know even people that don't have the ring they just look at it and they want it for themselves and it's interesting the whole time i'm watching this i couldn't help think about central banks and and i know that that's going to sound weird but ever since we uh left the gold standard back in gosh what was it let me let me pull up some some facts for you instead of just trying to remember things off the dome so the gold standard was the basis for all monetary systems for from like 1870 to 19 early 1920s and from you know late 20s into 1932 we started to kind of depeg from it, and then uh, 1971, it ultimately, you know, was, was gone. And this is when the United States basically terminated the convertibility of the U.S. dollar to gold. Like, it was illegal at that time to own gold. They had to abandon the gold standard in 71 to curb inflation and prevent, like, nations. We were holding everybody's gold at the time because of the... Brentonwood system that was established that basically made us the 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 banker. If if the world was a monopoly game, we got to be the banker. And um yeah, but you uh you couldn't even own gold back then. And the reason that this movie reminds me of central banks is because no matter what government it is, and uh ours, I know you've heard this phrase before where we print money. All of, the, all of the central bank money always gets devalued from whatever commodity it started off on. Like it starts off great. It starts off like on a gold standard or tied to something with true intrinsic value. And then over time, they just go away from it. The reason for this is that they all believe in this Keynesian economics theory. And it says essentially that if you, if the government expands the physical policy, in other words, make more money and spends that on education, unemployment, infrastructure, wars, uh, then it will, it will uh, get the economy to a point where it would have been much more successful than it would be without all that. The price of it, of course, is inflation. And it's, it's kind of interesting and sad the way it all works because inflation isn't just oh my bread is costing more you know at the at the uh at the grocery store although that's happening um it is a way that they put off the paying the bill for all these things they want to do like mainly through uh defense spending and so if you think about this like the very people that get hurt the most by inflation are the ones that are expected to fight the wars but that's how they do it. If they were on a gold standard, I'm not saying there would be no war. But they would be less incentivized to do so. There would be a cost constraint to it. Like you would have to really have a good reason to go to war with another country if one were on the gold standard. But because we're we're not and we just basically, if we need to pay for something, we just add more dollars to the balance sheet and transfer that over to the... Uh, to the Department of Defense and boom you you can now afford all the tanks and planes and uh, smart bombs and all this stuff that we use to make uh, to make wars happen the the gold standard was basically like frodo it kept everything in line it it didn't overvalue anything and the central banks essentially are saruman <laughs> they can't and it I don't want to make this sound like, oh, uh, you know, I don't want to put a tinfoil hat on and say that the government is all evil and they want to, you know, cause wars all the time. That's not what it is. They're just, blindly or not, I don't know if they're aware of it, but they're just incentivized to do that because of the way the system is set up. And it's crazy the way that we have to go about doing this because, you know, before the gold standard. We traded in barter or we had seashells or uh, beads. Uh, all kinds of things were used for money. But then along came metals, precious metals, gold, silver. And we were able to, basically it opened up trade, you know, because one one gram of gold was the same in Rome as it was in Tanzania. So you had more saleability with your with your funds, with your with your capital, and it allowed for this basically open you know marketplace. Well, as soon as we went to off the gold standard and onto just this government declared fiat money, it uh, it really messed things up because now you've got conversion rates, and maybe one country has a tighter f- physical policy fiscal policy <laughs> than another one does. Or maybe they produce more money than the other one. And so this whole mechanism of the International Monetary Fund, they were founded to try to like even it all out, try to figure out the conversion ratio. And um, we, we do all of these things, have all these levers and uh, pulleys trying to manipulate it. And it's something that the gold standard just did naturally. But of course we think we can do better because we want more to trade with. We want to go on leverage. We want to use debt. And uh, I mean, it just echoes the sentiment, you know, that I guess the the takeaway is like whoever has the most toys wins at the end of the day. And it's, it's kind of getting away from us. Imagine if you could just save your money and retire. Like you didn't have to research index funds and 401ks and Roth IRAs and you know, uh, SPACs and all these other crazy investment vehicles that we have to include in a portfolio just to retire, you know, with a comfortable life. Imagine that you could just, you know, the dollar was backed by gold and you knew that all you had to do was spend less than you earn, save your money, and and your nest egg would be intact. We can't do that because of the continued... Uh, debt system that we're in. You know, we have to find other places to put our our hard-earned money, our hard-earned energy. We have to put that somewhere other than dollars. Otherwise, it will just basically disappear before our eyes. I spend a uh, a lot of time on Reddit these days, and um, there's there's one, and I'll include it in the show notes. But oh man, it's crazy how. It's, uh, it's all about the, the debt cycle. It's called Hyperinflation is Coming, the dollar endgame. <laughs> and it's called A New Rome. And it, it's a long read, but I'll, I'll kind of sum it up. And in the, in the post uh, says here, we are at the end of a massive debt cycle. This 80 to 100 year pattern always ends in one of two scenarios. Either default restructuring like we had in the Great Depression or inflation, hyperinflation like what we've seen in history with the Weimar Republic. I need to do a whole episode about the Weimar Republic because it's kind of a parallel to what's going on here in the United States. But the United States has basically been abusing its privilege as the world reserve currency. And it creates this artificial demand for for U.S. treasuries. And this allows the U.S. to borrow extraordinary amounts and basically, at very low rates, but it, it creates this like <laughs> you've heard of the sword of Damocles, right? It hangs not over just us, but over the entire global financial system. And these massive debt loads have been transferred worldwide. You know, the and other countries are starting to call BS. They're starting to call our bluff. Um, there's already. I think, an initiative with Brazil and China and some other countries to basically dethrone the dollar. I think they're called BRICS. Um, but yeah, there's we pawn off our debt onto everybody else. It creates this systemic risk within our financial system because it's all built on derivatives, which, you know, it's basically like gambling, you know. Um, and it's to the point where a collapse is all but inevitable. And the Fed the Federal Reserve has demonstrated is basically that they're going to do whatever it takes to defend the the legacy system. And that's even at the expense of of the US dollar. All right, Brad, you're giving me all this bad news, dude. What what, what do you got for me? What are you going (laughs) to... Like I said, not a financial advisor. In fact, I'm perfectly happy just wrecking my own portfolio. But I did see a post from uh, Robert Kiyosaki. He, of course, is the author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad. You might remember him. Buying opportunity. If Fed continues raising interest rates, U.S. dollar will get stronger, causing gold, silver, and Bitcoin prices to go lower. Buy more. When the Fed pivots and drops the interest rates, as the Bank of England just did, you will smile while others cry. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Um, at the end there, he's kind of snarky, but I, I think, um, I don't know it, for some reason this resonates with me. Of course, as I just said, I am not a financial, uh, guru. You know, I, I, I have to pay attention to it because like I said, you know, our dollars are vanishing before our eyes. And so just trying to figure out a way to send the kid to college and, uh, not end up uh, living off of a government handout at some point, because who knows if they'll even have it. Where do you put your nest egg? Tell me. I need ideas. You can hit me up, the Coffee Buzz Podcast at gmail.com. Check the show notes. I will link the uh, Reddit page for hyperinflation. It's quite a long read, but I think it's worth your time. Uh, I just encourage people to do research, look into some hard assets. Basically, I'm trying to buy things... That the government can't print hopefully that works out for me all right well thank you so much for listening and i will talk to you next week